Welcome back to the Pet Cash Pod. This is your host, Andrew Pet Cash. Another flying week. Now closing out the end of summer uh, as we hit Labor Day. Um, posting a little bit early. Usually post on Sunday, but doing Saturday. We're entering stage two of my four-stage plan, which I'll talk a little bit more about during Wednesday's post. But uh, anyway, just uh, enjoying these Sunday little recaps going through the business of athletes, uh, sports startups, and like future sports stories, and then also some name, image, and likeness NIL. But as always, we'll start with the feel-good sports story. Jared Bernhardt, he made the Falcons 53-man roster earlier this week as a wide receiver, despite never playing the position before the start of summer. He uh, was the nation's top lacrosse player, and then he transferred to a Division II school and became a national champion at quarterback, and now he's an NFL wide receiver on the Atlanta Falcons active roster. So really cool story, good athlete. Love to see that, you know, find your way, find your niche, and, and make it happen. Um, and, you know, it's a testament to him. More uh, people should should not limit themselves, right, and just say, oh, I'm a lacrosse player. Oh, I'm just a marketing person, you know. Expand your horizons, go for it, shoot big. Congrats to Jared on that. And then the other one, Luke Bokic, he's a incoming high school freshman, loves baseball, but uh, he's been playing the sport for 10 years now, but he does have some disabilities. He he has a, like he's in a wheelchair, um, but anyway, one of his best friends, Pierre, uh, wanted to do something about it so he can keep playing through high school, and him and his mom raised a uh, $5,000 fundraiser to buy Luke a specific baseball wheelchair so he can now keep playing. So awesome story there. Always love to, you know, just start us out with some uh, gratitude and, and some good energy and positive stories before kind of diving more into, you know, the business and money and numbers and, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, let's hop right into the business of athletes and future of sports, which I have combined up this week as uh, the end of August was a little bit of a slower week. Tim Tebow was back in the news this past week after the United States Soccer League, the USL, announced that Jack's USL, they're a uh, Jacksonville-based group of investors, have obtained the rights to the USL Championship Extension franchise. So uh, basically, there's going to be a new team in Jacksonville, part of the USL, and Tim Tebow is going to be an investor and part owner, um, a stakeholder, of this new uh, team and they plan on creating a 15,000 seat stadium and uh, a world-class training facility uh, for, for what it's worth. Uh, but, you know, we're continuing to see this trend of former and current professional athletes buying teams in, uh, you know, sports that they weren't a part of. So Tim Tebow was a football and then a baseball player and now he's buying a soccer team and we see, you know, LeBron, Serena, Naomi Osaka, they all own soccer teams as well. Um, so going to be a trend to keep an eye on. I think it's going to continue to increase as players see the value. Like, hey, we made a ton of money being a player, but there was even people above us. Look at all the owners. So we're starting to see that shift uh, happening um, over the last couple of years and especially this year. The Major League Baseball Players Association, the MLBPA, they uh, want fair wages for minor league players. Um, so this past week, there's a new campaign um, where minor league baseball groups around the country are going to have an opportunity to unionize with the help of them. And this is all through a partnership with uh, a company by the name of Advocates for Minor Leaguers. 
and essentially they're trying to make sure fair wages and working conditions for all the baseball players are uh, met. And right now there's been a bunch of reports, but minor leaguers are earning anywhere from $4,000 per year um, to approximately 14000 up in AAA, which is only one step below the MLB. So poor conditions, bad pay. Uh, they're just trying to equal it out, which, uh, you know, I think is good for the game and, and should be done. I, I, to be honest, I personally don't understand the whole baseball minor league system. I think there's way too many teams, way too many players. And uh, it just, and honestly, it doesn't make sense, right? The uh, NBA has a has a few has a few G League teams, which is good. NHL, they do kind of have a more extensive one. But uh, when 30% of college players go on to play pro ball, but like only 1% will play in the MLB, you know, there's there's way too many of the minors. But anyway, good to see that happening. Kind of a, another story that was interesting is that Nike. They sold $183.6 million worth of NFT sales this past year. A lot of that does have to do with their acquisition of Rocket. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not, they were way ahead of any other brands. Um, we're talking about like more consumer brands, um, fashion brands, apparel. Uh, Dolce & Gabbana had $23 million. They were in second, so not even close. And then Tiffany's had $12.6. But... Anyway, I think we're going to continue to see brands try to find other revenue optimization models, and NFTs seem to be one of them. The Bronx Bombers, they are an uh, investment group, and they're expanding their business portfolio into Europe. So through the Yankee Global Enterprises, they're purchasing a minority stake in uh, the Italian Serie A champions, AC Milan, um, and, and essentially... This, uh, the Yankee Global Enterprises, they're the entity buying AC Milan or the, the partial stake. They're valued at $6.81 billion, so cash rich. And uh, part of the deal, LeBron James and Drake, they are, they're also owners, but this was they were owners earlier in the summer through Main Street Advisors Investment Club. But like I said, more players getting involved on the ownership side and uh, current owners going and sweeping up even more stakes as professional sport teams continue to grow in valuation and have, uh, you know, a lot of real upside. So a couple uh, fundraising efforts this past week. We just have a few of them before moving on to NIL. Uh, SeatGeek, they are a uh, ticketing company. I'm sure you use them if you've ever really gone to a sporting event or concert looking for something. They were planning to go public via a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition, um, earlier this year, but uh, chose not to. And this past week, they completed their $238 million Series E round, which was led by Utah Jazz owner Ryan Smith, Excel, Arctos Sports Fund, and Wellington Management. And uh, this, this new round values them at $1 billion. So they're trying to build out even farther. But what's interesting is one of their competitors, which is Ticketmaster, they announced a partnership with NFT company Dapper Labs on the same day. And uh, they're trying to figure out more digital ticketing. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but that plays all into the uh, the secondary sales. So right now, you know, Ticketmaster sells a ticket, but if someone buys it and really sells it, there's not a ton of re, there's not a, you know, there might not be secondary sales, but now NFTs are, are through the blockchain are basically enabling that. Alt Sports Data, they have announced the completion of their $1.5 million seed round. 
led by Trinity West Ventures. And uh, essentially what they are is they provide trading and consumer data for action and alternative sports, mostly in the sports betting industry. So continuing to see the rise of data as well. Data is the new gold. I truly believe that. And uh, the more of you not just having it, but also being able to provide it in an interpretable way and an actionable way is worth a lot of money. And whether you're a sports better, a sports organization, some other subsidiary, you will put money and these companies will grow. Um, so there's that. And then kind of the last story, well, actually staying on line, pr predictive analytics, which is basically taking data and then adding analytics to it is uh, there's a company N Venue, so that's the letter N, then followed by the word Venue. They've received $1 million in new funding from EBCI Holdings, and uh, they've now raised a total of $4.5 million. They were a, uh, in the Sports Tech Accelerator for Comcast NBC University earlier. Um, but yeah, data, analytics, huge. Going to continue to see that rise. And uh, I'll be breaking it down a little bit further um, in a Wednesday issue, just kind of who the main players are in data, why it's so important, how it makes sense for athletes, organizations, coaches, trainers, and then uh, or even betters or uh, marketing companies or agencies. Um, but even NIL is making this even bigger. But uh, anyway, yeah, let's move on to the name, image, and likeness and college sports stories of this past week. The first story is honestly kind of strange, and that's why I just wanted to bring it up, just to show you that there could be some weird stuff out of name, image, and likeness NIL, and you gotta you gotta look into deals if you're an athlete, um, and then also just I think it's just interesting to see like what people or companies are trying to do in this space. And this one is about Trevor Bauer. He's a MLB pitcher, currently basically out of the league because he's going through some lawsuits um, with women who accused him of sexual assault. But anyway, he was trying to set up an NIL deal with college athletes, basically saying he would give them free merchandise and opportunities for commission and bonuses for them to create like content on social media. Um, and he gave like a time frame to respond, but I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of strange and, and I thought it was interesting. So that's why I brought it up. But the, the two major stories were the first, the University of South Carolina. They uh, announced a partnership with Everett Sports Management. And essentially what they're doing is they're developing Park Avenue, which is going to be an NIL subsidiary, and it's going to assist student athletes with brand support, content development, and deal procurement. So basically bringing a lot of the stuff that athletes would have to go out and get on their own and bringing it in-house for them. Um, so some of these uh, management businesses, companies, agencies, they have a chance to uh, really make some money. I honestly, to be honest, think a lot of the marketplaces, NIL marketplaces I'm speaking of, are going to turn into more of these like education and um, legal marketing, uh, any type of support for athletes or athletic department type agencies. But uh, we'll see smart move by South Carolina. Uh, anything you can do to make it easy for your athletes is, uh, is smart. And then the last one, uh, cool story, but uh, also very, very, very smart move by the brand, which we'll get to, and then also the athlete. But anyway, CJ Stroud, he's a quarterback for uh, the university, um, or for Ohio State University, and he signed a deal with Express, um, it's a clothing company, for to be one of their, their first college athlete ambassadors, and 
he's done a lot of social media work for them, but recently he came on, there's a video, I'm sure you might've seen it on social media and just announced that he's giving everyone on the team a $500 gift card to go and get their own like custom suit from Express. So it makes him look good. Uh, very smart move by the brand. They got a ton of free media attention out of it. Obviously all the players are happy, $500 gift card, go buy a suit. Cool. Um, so I think we're going to see more of these where it's like, yeah, they can do a team deal or they can use an athlete to then do a team deal and get a ton of media. So you'd love to see NIL campaigns like that. that those are the type of marketing stories that uh, are just awesome. And it's just great storytelling. But anyway, short one this week, not a ton happening, finishing out August. A lot of people are out on vacation, etc. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your Labor Day weekend. Appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, the entity, the Pet Cash Sports entity is going to be entering stage two of its four stage plan. Um, so more on that coming soon. And uh, appreciate you listening as always and tuning in and reading and sharing it. But uh, anyway, peace.